Hey, Bill Crystal here. I'm joining the podcast today. I have some thoughts on Black Panther. What is Black Panther? Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Substandard, sponsored by The Black Tux. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sonny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you, The Substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just look at our podcast and search for Substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe, tell your friends, and leave a review. Gentlemen, how are we? JVL, what's going on? Great. Great. There's a st- Do elaborate. As, uh, as Catwoman says, The Dark Knight Rises, there's a storm coming. Yeah. <laughs> Catgirl, not to be confused with Batgirl, which will never happen. Batgirl, which will never happen because of patriarchy. Oh, Batgirl will happen. It just won't happen with Joss Whedon. This was uh, the, the. You don't think this is partly a casualty of the Justice League flop? I think that I they're think, winching back uh, all oh, properties uh, no, no, I, under I, the guise of. I know. think there. I think there are two different things going on here. I think one was a Justice League was a giant flop, and that Joss Whedon did not escape from that unscathed. So that's part of it. But I also think that he, he the the idea of a, uh, a white male director directing Batgirl in this environment, especially one who was accused of relatively terrible things by his ex-wife recently. Why are those, excuse me, one moment. Yeah. The things which Joss Whedon has been accused of, why do they not fall under the domain of Me Too? Because mm. it's, it's if, if his ex-wife's allegations are to be believed, the allegations are that he was messing around with a bunch of much younger actors who worked for him. Yeah. Oh, I, well, that's I, me too, right? Uh, I I would say that he would be in more trouble if the actresses themselves had leveled the complaints. Mm. So if one of those women pops off on Twitter tomorrow, if all of a sudden Joss Whedon is from like eh, kind of creepy to eh, me too. If say uh, well, Eliza D, I'm sorry, that's. Too obvious. If E. Dushku was to come out and say, you know, uh, uh, you know, this is something. No, I mean, I, I'm I'm joking here. I have no idea if that if that's actually true. But like, a, but if if like a name actress was to come out and say, here are things Joss Whedon did to me, uh, and I felt very uncomfortable at the time, but I went with it because I wanted I wanted a job in Hollywood, et cetera, et cetera. And again, I'm just I'm very much joking about Eliza Dushka. I don't actually. I'm, I'm just using her name because she was and in she the suffered enough. And she is. Well, she's she had, like yeah. actually did. Right. Like, and had she, something right. horrible. Exactly. To her. Exactly. She right. was. She she spoke out against the true lies. Yes. Stunt coordinator. It was like a really big story, et cetera. But like the if if that were to happen, then I think that I think he would be in a lot of trouble and would not get to work for a a, a while. He'd be in movie jail. He'd be in movie jail. Yeah. He would, but you he think would the Batgirl is going to happen? See, I assume that this is part... There are a bunch of different readings of this. The the mere minor deep state reading of the cancellation of Batgirl was uh, this is Disney backing away from all sorts of ancillary properties because they've Warner just Brothers. gotten their... I'm sorry, Warner Brothers, yeah. because they've just gotten their clock, clock cleaned. cleaned on, on uh, Justice League. The super duper MAGA deep state view of this is that this was all planned the whole way along, that actually Zack Snyder had been fired mm-hmm. from the project months before, and that the the you know mere suicide of his daughter became just a pretext to go public with the mm-hmm. fact that mm-hmm. he'd been fired, and that part of the agreement with Whedon the whole time was that he would only do... You know, finish this one thing, and then mm. he would back off from mm-hmm. from Batgirl after. So I would say the layers of conspiracy theory working on this are it's like an onion. I mean, I I I think well, I, look, I think it is again. I we 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 may have discussed this previously. I can't remember, but I think it was always pretty clear when Whedon came aboard in the first place that jo- that Zack Snyder had been removed from Justice League and would not work on a DC film property again. Well, that's what Marvel fanboys like you would always say. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Somebody like me who loves the Marvel movies and hates Who just can't get enough Zack and always Snyder. beating up on Zack <laughs> yeah. Snyder. I'm really unfair to I'm probably the most unfair person to Zack Snyder. People should, what I'm talking about here uh, is there was somebody who attacked Sonny on Twitter for being a Marvel fanboy who hated Zack Snyder. Which is amazing. Real thing. Given, my, given the last Washington Post piece that I wrote, which was explicitly a restatement of the values and virtues of the Zack Snyder area at DC. Uh, but the but I, I think that was always pretty pretty obvious from the get-go. I don't think, I don't I actually don't believe this idea that Joss Whedon was never going to direct a Batgirl movie. I think that what happened was somebody realized how tone-deaf 
this was at our current moment when all properties about women need to be directed by women and all, you know, uh, we can discuss the annihilation whitewashing controversy later in the show, but there's, there's a similar thing going on there. Uh, the, 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 I, I mean, it was, I, I think it was going to happen. I think it's not going to happen now. And I think that Joss Whedon's excuse that he couldn't write a script for Batgirl is nonsense that he had right, no, stri- right. I mean, that is, is, that is transparent BS, total uh, nonsense. but I, but I think he got fired too. I think he got fired from Batgirl. I think DC and Warner Brothers were like, sorry, we've decided that, you know, we, we, we can't. We're not looking forward to another six months of, you know, angry tweets and whatnot. And I got to say, makes me a little sad because I would have paid happy money to go see Joss Whedon Batgirl. Well, he really saved Justice League. So uh, Lord knows he has a good sense on these no, characters in this universe. No, I think he should be doing smaller and... movies. I, I would like to see him doing a $40 million movie. The Lena Dunham Batgirl will be amazing. Oh, the Lena Dunham. Well, directing and starring. Directing and starring. Directing and starring. Well, obviously directing and starring. I mean, why would you bring Lena no, Dunham aboard? Greta Gerwig directing if you and starring. Can. No, right? Greta Gerwig. I, no, 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 no. No, why not? No. Greta Gerwig needs to do like a Black Canary or something. I want, I want, you know, why? Bat- Batgirl why? needs to- why is she doing Black Canary? Isn't it time we write uh, ethnicized the Black Canary? Why is the Black is Canary a blonde woman? I don't know. I I, I actually just picked Black Canary because it's <laughs> literally the only other. <laughs> I didn't realize there was a Black Canary. Canary that I know. No, Wonder uh, Girl was yellow. Super, Super Girl. Girl. Greta Gerwig, Super go. Girl. Super She'll Girl. be like dancing mm-hmm. at her prom in her Super Girl yeah. outfit. She'll like twirl. And, and then you could have a cameo with Deborah Winger. I actually like Lady Bird, Spider Girl. Spider Girl. Spider Girl. Spider Girl. Wasn't, wasn't Deborah Winger no, Spider Girl? No, she was with Wonder Woman. Oh, with Wonder Girl. Carter. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Wonder Girl. Girl. I'm yeah. sorry. God, we've really gone off the rails already. That would have been a great like micro, by the way. It. That would have been a great micro. Uh, um, <laughs> save it. If weekends. You know, you We're still just... doing weekends. We're doing weekends. What, uh, <laughs> That's right. Sonny, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was great. Uh, I spent most of it editing and writing and mm-hmm. reading mm-hmm. Uh, and watched Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. My daughter. I. You what know, did she think? She. Two dimensions sucks. That's what she said. It's no. I mean, she's two and a half, so oh. she doesn't actually have any idea what's going on in the movie. Mm-hmm. And she just said the mirror was scary. Yes, that mirror well, is. The mirror scary. is scary. Mirror is, mm-hmm. And she liked it when a turtle fell down the stairs. So there's. I mean, it's like, what are you going to do? My takeaway from it though was, you know, the seven dwarves, their mineral holdings are so impressive. That the fact that they're living in squalor in one house on the outskirts of the kingdom mm-hmm. strikes me as some sort of horrible prejudice. I don't like. There's something weird going on well, there. Capitalism that, could fix that. That the that the movie never gets into. Well, here's here's a question though: Is the problem that there are just so many diamonds in that mine? I mean, they're practically falling out of the ceiling. Mm-hmm. They're just everywhere. Mm-hmm. That the uh, supply and demand curve is all messed up. That yes. there's too much supply. Yeah, nobody wants diamonds. Not enough demand. No, no, no. They, well, they without need a robust middle class. Without a robust middle class to be able to afford diamonds, mm-hmm. the truth is your potential pool of consumers is limited to the nobility. That's and a good point. That that clearly is the that's the problem point. here. So we need to we need to raise middle class living standards so they can afford to buy the diamonds from the dwarves, who, and then they'll be able to uh, they'll be able to pay for a maid to come instead of just kidnapping some attractive young woman and stashing her in the house. Do you saying, remember do Dis- all our chores? Do you remember Disney World, Disneyland had a Snow White ride? Do you remember this? Did you ever I go don't. on it? I did because I was there but that was when I was uh, seven and uh, or eight and that was like the first ride we did when we arrived at Disney World and it is a scary ride. You, you know, Scarier than Mr. Toad? Uh, Mr. Toad was terrifying. Yes, uh, yes, because uh, Mr. Toad has the thing about I'm going to be hit by a train. That's true. And then you go to hell. Yes, that, thank you for reminding me. I forgot about that part. But Snow White has the witch and the queen, and it was very scary. And so you're, you know, and things are not secure in those rides. You know, you're just like there's a bar, and then you're sliding around in this thing, and the ride goes inside, and it's complete darkness. And then you see the queen, but you think it's queen. Turns around, it's actually the witch, and I, I cried. At that, that was like the first ride, and I got so I was so After upset. Some poltergeist. Uh, and well, I was like second. The Texas grade. Chainsaw was, Massacre. Was first grade. I'm sorry, it was like first grade, and so that that was a little intense for me because it was like up close, and uh, that was my memory of the snow, which no longer exists. The Snow White. Ride yeah, they've taken out all of those old school rides. Mr. Toad is gone. Mr. Toad is gone as well. Yeah. I heard there's a Mr. Toad headstone at the Haunted Mansion. Really? That's what I, heard. God, that's yes. I hope the Haunted Mansion never goes away. Uh, I love that, that is, thing. I think, the best of all the rides at Disney World. It's amazing. The Haunted Mansion. You know what's the scary part? Not that we're, this is totally wheels off that we're talking about this. Um, when we went several years ago with the kids, um, in the Haunted Mansion ride, it's all hokey, it's ghosts, it's silly. 
un- except for one thing, which is you finally get to the attic, and there is a ghost bride. Oh, I remember and the ghost that bride. is free ghost bride, and sh- you see her glowing in blue, and she says like you know here comes the bride all dressed in white, and she's holding a hatchet. And you see the images and the pictures of her like dead husbands, and she says, "Till death do us part," and giggles. And that is frightening. That's frightening. Did okay. you cry at that too? I uh, know. I was older. So Michael's like, "Dad, I had it embarrassing me, Oh, Dad. I spilled some water on my pants. God. Okay, uh, no. Okay, so there was that. Um, uh, well, that was lovely. So I, I'm glad. I don't think I've ever actually seen it from beginning to. I don't remember seeing the whole cartoon. Seeing the whole cartoon, Snow of. White from beginning to oh, end. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, remember because yeah. I think we've all seen it when we we're kids, like yeah. like your daughter. Um, I had a rough weekend in terms of the impact on my uh, gluttony. Uh, oh no! Diet, only because well, you had Sunday to to be gluttonous, so we don't count Sunday. But you know, I had uh, <laughs> so a it was kind a rough, of, really rough day. I, I had a liquidy lunch on Friday, and then what does that mean? Uh, I was at a lunch, and there was some drinking going on. So you know, I mean, and then I had fried shrimp. You know, and that no, it was not really carbs, except for apparently the breading might be that counts for the breading, and it comes with fries. And get this though, I said this is I chose seafood, and I said, um, can I substitute a salad for the fries? And he goes, oh sure, sure. Um, there's just a slight upcharge. I said upcharge. I'm not. Pay- I'm not going to pay for the upcharge. So just give me the fries. And you ate the fry. Not all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> And then on Saturday this night, would be this would yeah. be less funny mm-hmm. and more tragic if mm-hmm. you weren't already in very good shape. You're very kind. You're, I can barely breathe. I have a sort of an external. It's hard to describe. All your problems are internal. It's like yeah, but it's I, I have like I like mean it's a the lap liver. Band. It's a the lap liver band is surgery. Scary. Oh, the liver. Yeah, the liver well, is the what liver, worries me. It took a toll, and so and I have such a penchant for martinis, real martinis, gin martinis these days. I just really love them. Is this and before so, or after you went to work at your job? Hard to tell. And then on Saturday, uh, a, a dinner party was very nice. And then on Sunday, also- Whoa, was it in Georgetown? Uh, no, no, I, we just went to the McCormick's. The McCormick's. Oh. The McCormick's. And then on Sunday, neighbors wanted to have us over, and they'd been trying to schedule us for months, so we finally go over there. And he's like, listen, I got, I got some scotches you need to taste, and I don't want to be rude, so- I had the scotches. There's no and carbs then, in that, right? No, I don't think so. No, no. And uh, and uh, and then here we are today, whatever today is, Thursday. So just a lot is going on. Um, I my my doctor's appointment is at March 6. I need to lose 15 pounds. Oh, yeah. uh, any advice, Sunny Bunch? Uh, have you tried vomiting? <laughs> JVL. Uh, I. They want you to lose fifteen no, pounds. Me, what she want, I know what she wants me to weigh. I I I, I, I don't so, see you carrying. You don't look like you're carrying fifteen I pounds am around. Like one eighty one. That does I'm surprise mostly me. Mostly in my head. Yeah, I was, you <laughs> can't lose head weight. <laughs> and that's just there. That's all cranial capacity. You know, you wear as as riding like, days you feel it back do? to school. You wear large clothes, so it makes you look smaller. Uh, but uh, I do. You have any advice? Uh, I, I I have skinless no chicken. For you. Skinless chicken, low weight, high reps. Right, that's thank you, the... and 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 wear, I'm going to go around wearing a garbage bag. That might help as well. <laughs> like you're cutting okay. weight for wrestling um, in high school. Really quickly, I'd, I'd like to also provide uh, an Xbox update, which is everything is installed correctly. I was wrong. I would I didn't know what I was talking about. It is in fact HDMI two. It says on the screen when the whole thing. So it's fine. I started to play. Anything I don't have anything attached by component cables. Do you have the anything attached box. by? It sounds like. HDMI. Uh, I am. That's my answer to you. HDMI. His eyes were just vibrating like he was a robot in an AI no, uh, movie where, like, you give him a logic loop and he's trying to figure out how to his way out of it. it was Could Turing God it was make a, a sandwich test. so big that even God couldn't eat it? <laughs> right. It was like that. Uh, but uh, so I tried playing. I started playing um, uh, Call of Duty. Modern Warfare. What's crazy about these games is there's Are no- Are doing it online so you can like make friends? <laughs> no, no, I'm doing it alone. Uh, and uh, there's no instructions. That makes it much less sad. Yes. The, so there's no instructions in these games. You just go at it. It's like, how do I use it? Where, where are the controls? So what happens are online. is- uh, Wait, wait. In the game. Give me the thing. Vic, Vic, I couldn't Vic, find it. So what you're saying is- they're, trying to, they're selling you this $70 game <laughs> and they want to save the 15 20, cents 23, It was 23 bucks the game. But I'll tell- Yes, Sonny. So what you're yes. saying is you needed like uh, like with the Super Mario Brothers, like the B button is for jump. The A button is for I need the arrow to, to tell fast. me for what these things are for. Right. Okay. But- I learned the hard way. And you know what it turned into? The Call of Duty, it turned into Edge of Tomorrow, 
where I just kept on repeating the same scenes over and over until I got it right. Yeah. Like, oh, this is, and that's the. Well, Edge of Tomorrow is a video game yes. movie. Edge of Tomorrow is like the best video game movie that has ever been made, even though it wasn't really based on a video it's, game. It, right, I was going to ask. Yeah. It's, so it's not, because, no, no, but it's, it's so it's, very obvious because it's the same thing. And, and you're just like, oh, that's what I have to do this time. And then the, something else happens and you work on it, work on it. So I, I now have a- uh, How many hours? A, achievement locked one. Uh, I, don't, I didn't count the hours. There's a lot of Kevin Spacey and I'll do uh, my own self-correction, which as I said, president, he plays a dad who happens to preside over a very powerful defense company and he has a bone to pick. And I have a feeling what he's going to do is have us go up against the president or something very, something is off about it. So, you know, give me a ballpark in number of hours that you spent on this. Uh, maybe three, more than two, th- uh, maybe two and a half, three, maybe <laughs> oh, counting the whole weekend, right? Counting the whole weekend. Whole I'll weekend. tell you why. I'll tell Who's you why. Taking Jay, care yeah. of your children while you were playing Call of Duty. Uh, Sonny was uh, Sonny. Uh, Michael was watching and asking if he could play. I said no. So I uh, said, no, because you can't just jump on and go back. I don't want to lose. I don't want to, you know, because I won't save it. I don't want to have of the year. Thank you. Um, but I'll tell you why I don't play as much as I thought I'd play, because I, those kind of games playing on like a big screen actually made me feel queasy. Like I felt like oh, you're so old. I know. Yeah. No, I felt this, like car this sick. Whole, I felt this car whole sick. anecdote is just yeah. is just a <laughs> translation. I'm old I'm and scared. Old. scared. There are wolves scared, after me. Uh, I will say I will I will say that I'm kind of with Vic on the motion sickness thing insofar as Anytime I pick up a first-person shooter after not having played one for a while, which is like I basically go six to twelve months between games at this point. But like nice. when I when I start playing for the first hour or so, I feel like a little a little nauseous because it's, it's yeah. until I like have mastered like, how the head looks and you know, yeah, like it'll tell you. Press LR. What is LR? I don't know what that <laughs> is. You know, I'm this thing around. It took me forever to figure out what that thing was. It's like press LR. I don't know. That's why I kept them repeating and dying over and over. What I much prefer, I still much prefer Civilization, where I can sort of truly crush the competition. Speaking of crushing the competition, over the weekend, Black Panther took in a hundred eight million dollars at the box office followed in a, a far distance away by game night with 16.6 million dollars then peter rabbit at 12 and a half million and in fourth place annihilation uh with 11 million before we get into annihilation what is game night uh game night is a movie starring jason bateman and rachel mcadams about a couple uh, who has they have game nights they go to like friends houses and they have they play board games or whatever do they and, have children uh yes i okay. believe they do i haven't actually seen it so i'm i'm just telling you what i've seen from the ads uh and they one night they try to do they they go to their to jason bateman's brother's house and he's doing like a real life um extreme game like a uh, you know, like a murder mystery type game but then it turns out there's an actual kidnapping or something i don't know the uh, point That's is it's pretty like, good synopsis for something that you actually haven't seen i've seen the ads a <laughs> bunch of times well i've seen i keep seeing the trailer for this movie it's mm-hmm. playing in front of like every movie i've mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. okay uh anyway okay. Uh, but that is and so the, they have to figure out whether what's real what's fake and you know Sounds insane. Uh, Annihilation. I know, Sonny, you saw it because you reviewed it at thefreebeacon.com. Oh, I didn't read that. Uh, JVL, did you see Annihilation? I did not. I actually got up and went to a 9.45 a.m. showing of Annihilation on uh, Sunday. Hmm. Did anybody else see it? I thought that Gene didn't see it, and I'm... I'm, I'm going to give you a pause here, so uh, when after the review, you can always delete the review. Okay, yeah, Gene saw it. Yes! Yes! But again, because this is all I have to live for if anymore. If it doesn't work out. My whole you know, weekend, he, I, I spend thinking. I think he's thinking, going away. Gene's getting tired. I understand Gene's no, getting he's not. tired. Yeah, he's getting tired. Johnny Ivey cannot pick up all the slack of Gene. I We're not going to do Johnny Ivey movie reviews. I love Johnny Ivey. He was brilliant. Okay, uh, I think Gene's coming in. Annihilation. Stars Natalie Portman as an ex-army medical professional who leads a team of woman, women into the bush because there's something wrong in the bush. Something smells fishy. It doesn't look right. It's growing out of control. There are all sorts of creatures living in it. It drove her husband, played by Oscar Isaac, crazy. He spent a whole year inside the bush. Talk about a most violent year. This movie has some truly stomach-turning scenes, literally. But I thought this movie was a mess. Who are the aliens? Why are they here? 
I haven't been this confused about a movie ending since Time Bandits. So let me stop beating around the bush. This movie stunk. I gave it zero stars. Goodbye. Wow. Gene doesn't pull out the zero oh, was, stars very often. He must wow. have really cheesed off about that he was, thing. He was, wow. kind of, he was kind of up. Yeah. He Not since Hostel. Uh, yes. Was exactly. he this upset about a movie? Didn't see, I don't think he saw the point. Uh, Sonny, how about a big boy review? Uh, Annihilation uh, is a movie that will be confusing and frustrating to the dumber. <laughs> People among us, they they will they Don't will still watch about it. Gene like that. They'll watch it and they want no. I, so it, it is it is what I would call semi cerebral sci fi. What it is it is uh, the sort of movie that doesn't really care about plot so much, and it doesn't really care about resolving the questions uh, that it raises. It is a it is a movie that is very interested in visuals and kind of ideas. Uh, it stars Natalie Portman as a biologist who uh, joins a team of female scientists going into a mysterious Area X. And this Area X is covered by a kind of, sh- it's called the shimmer. shimmer. The shimmer. The shimmer. It's, a, it's basically a permeable wall that you can walk through and it takes you to an area that has been transformed by something. We don't know what. And the, the first shot of the movie is a flash of light or a meteor or something crashing into a lighthouse. And it is from there that the shimmer has grown, and it, it every day it expands a little bit further. We, you know, the theory is if it keeps growing, it will eventually encompass the whole world. They have to go in there to discover what the shimmer uh, is hiding and what what uh, what has occurred. Uh, this is not the first expedition. Previous expeditions have included Oscar Isaac, uh, who plays uh, Natalie Portman's husband. And he's a special forces operative. You know, he's like a. But they were all like, men. But they were all men. It was a group of men. They went in, and they went a little bit crazy. They, uh, but they also endured some transformations. And this is like the secret of Area X that it like changes you. It changes you from the inside out. It makes you uh, monstrous or turns you into something else. Hey, look, it's 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 a strange movie. It is a it is a weird movie. It is one that is. Very, very much more interested in visuals and um, uh, and the sound design. The soundtrack is very good, I, I, but it is it is not the sort of movie that offers you easy answers or you know kind of uh, uh, resolution. Re- it doesn't offer resolution, mm-hmm. really. No, period. And neither did your review. Yeah, <laughs> I would say I was just having read it just now. I was stunned by you don't often beat around the bush, mm. so to speak, in review as often as you did this. You seemed almost... I'm befuddled by it. I'm disconcerted yes. by I'm, it. I'm, I'm a little bit... I'm off-put by it. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that I I, I I liked the film in so far as it is uh, a really interesting kind of mishmash of tropes of like kind of sci-fi what are we why are we here uh but also like body horror like like straight up body transformation um uh, uh horror and mm. I, I this is definitely a movie that's not for everyone it is mm-hmm. it is extremely it violent in in certain places oh. and it is uh it is it is kind of you know uh, it is it is languidly paced, I would say, uh, even though it's relatively short at uh, an hour fifty five minutes. Um, I I don't know. I liked it, but I can, I don't blame. I'm not surprised that Cinema Score audiences gave it a C, mm-hmm. and that it it uh, is going to die at the box office. I am going to do a Mike Murphy style non transition and just say thank you, Sonny, for that review. We're going to talk more about the movie and Natalie Portman and the Oscars in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsor. Everyone wants to look as great as their date at a wedding or special event. Trouble is, there's no way you want to spend the amount of time or money she did shopping for her outfit. TheBlackTux.com is your answer with high-quality rental suits and tuxedos delivered to your doorstep. The Black Tux is the easy way for guys to rent suits and tuxedos online. The Black Tux lets you create your look or choose from tons of stylist-selected outfits. Suits usually retail for $1,200, but at the Black Tux, they start at just $95. Expert customer care has your back every step of the way, completely done online. With the Black Tux free home try-on, you can see the fit and feel the quality of your suit months before your event. 
After ordering, your suit will arrive 14 days before your event. If anything is less than perfect, the Black Tux will send you a free replacement right away. When your event is over, just drop your rental box in the mail. Shipping is free both ways. I did this, and it was a piece of cake. I tried out the Wrigley Gray Merino Wool Suit, and, of course, it came with uh, free socks, and I still wear those socks. I've actually, well, they were washed, and then I wore them again. Um, anyway, it's a great suit. I joked around about looking like Tom Cruise from Collateral, but, in fact, it's more like Robert De Niro in Heat. It's kind of the same thing, so people thought it was more Asian Robert De Niro. Thank you. To get $20 off your purchase, visit theblacktux.com slash substandard. That's theblacktux.com slash substandard for $20 off your purchase. The Black Tux, premium rental suits and tuxedos delivered. So, I, spoiler alert, right? That's such a good read, by the way. Thank you. I just had to do a read uh, for the Daily Standard podcast, oh. like a half hour before we walked in. Of another valued sponsor, oh, okay. and I, I gacked it so bad that I literally had to just stop the podcast. And then do it over again? Redo it and cut it in post. And it's moments like that when I appreciate just how oh. how damn good you are at your job. Well, my fa- you're very kind. My family appreciates too because I always read the ads uh, over the dinner table. <laughs> I just keep on uh, the black talks. Okay. Um, I, uh, I do have a question, Dad. Spoiler alert. Sonny, how do you interpret the ending of Annihilation? Oh, since we did a spoiler, tell me what is the ending? Because there is no way in hell I'm going to see this movie anyway. And it's I'm curious. It's like Invasion of the uh, Body Snatchers, but less yeah. overt. So the what has happened is this alien presence has created a double of Oscar Isaac's uh, person, and that is what has come home to Natalie Portman at the beginning the of double. The, the movie. The double has. Okay. And the they tr- it tries to make a double of Natalie Portman, and she she kills it and she kills her own double she kills her own double which brings down the shimmer how did she kill her i watched it you know it's mimicking her moves right how did it convince her uh double to uh with the pin on what seems pretty stupid seems like a pretty stupid double yeah i mean it's like it's like it's like it's like growing into her kind of uh and when she gets back they she so she kills it and the shimmer goes away the shimmer goes away she goes back to like the hospital where her husband is being kept and but it's really the double of her but it's the double of her husband husband killed she 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 hugs him and they are but at the end the end of the film she has clearly been infected by whatever it is that has that is that is you know Making everything mutate in Area X. Right. Basically. The good news is she never cheated on the alien. I don't understand. I don't <laughs> you know, she understand was unfa- she was unfaithful to Oscar Isaac. So at the end, it's not. Oscar oh, that's Isaac. true. So, that's yeah. true. So uh, there's like never there's been, a, I've never been there's, faithful there, to there, It's a very it's a very weird movie. Again, it feels like there are two movies in one here. There's like a relationship drama and like a sci-fi uh, horror movie, and they're kind of fighting against each other for dominance. Oh. It's it's actually like it is a metaphor for what the film is about, which is like two competing strands of uh, DNA trying to to merge and overtake one another. And unlike the arrival, we don't know arrival. A run like <laughs> arrival, we don't. I still don't know that that movie was always confusing to me too. But we at least I knew why they were there. We don't know. They, there's no explanation no, there's for no. the aliens. They don't communicate with anybody in the movie about why they came there to do what to mess around with our environment. Take over. Are these just the engineers? Is that Unclear. what they are? Unclear. Do they, they have the blue spores? No. No. The blue. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, though, I would say not uh, my favorite not, Natalie like Portman it. movie. You I did didn't like it. it. I, was, I was hoping to. Uh, the graphic violence shocked me. Yeah, question. I'll say that. JBL? Yes, JBL. Oh, I was just going to ask you to rank your favorite Natalie Portman <laughs> performances. Vic, no, because I, I I'm I, waiting I, for this no, for no, like seventy two hours. No, I I know what I know what you want, and, and it's not like that at all. And we're always joking. I know what you want me to say, which <laughs> is like in order of like third, second, and first. I would say uh, Heat, Beautiful Girls, and The Professional. You want me to say that? I that, don't that want order. you to say anything. I just like know nothing you. after nineteen ninety seven is what you want me to say. No, that's not true at all. I think she's a wonderful. You really like Black Swan as well. I there's a scene Black in Black Swan, Swan that you really love. I love, yes, yes, she's dancing, she's a great dancer. She's a, by the way, and I, I you know, I, I talked with a, I, I did a piece for the Weekly Standard a long time ago on the Spider-Man musical. 
uh, Turn yes. Off the Dark. And I interviewed a guy who was the trainer, uh, but not that trainer. He, he helped with Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis on Black Swan. With the, the one who uh, wound up marrying her? No. Okay. No, another choreographer. This choreographer, uh, uh, would I don't think he was interested in uh, them. Why not? He doesn't uh, like brunettes? He's busy. Okay, so uh, that's my sense, but he had- Come on, Sonny. A little something for the effort there. <laughs> the Inappropriate. The interesting thing, so I'm, I, I'm not mentioning his name. That's fine, because uh, I think he didn't want to, off the record, deep. let's say deep background. Deep background. Uh, he had uh, was, two descriptions. Was he quoted by name in the piece? He, yes. He, no, uh, wait a minute. Let me think about this. I think he was quoted by name, but not for this. He was strictly Just talking about him, other shows. keep him on deep I'll background. I'll keep him around here. So, so, okay. So with like 30 seconds, somebody could probably figure out who this guy Maybe. is. Maybe. Okay, but I, I'll I'll keep it to the safe stuff, which is... Probably some... There was probably... Actually, Sonny, there was probably some other choreography yeah, that Vic no, talked to who said like this a dozen stuff. of them. I'm sure there was a oh, dozen. Okay. Okay. I'm sure there was a dozen of them. Um, he said uh, d- the differences between training Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis or in dealing with them... Uh, Mila Kunis was just, it was very much just cool, very nice, very approachable, like, hey, normal. Hey, what's going on? Like, she's not thinking of herself as one of the hottest women ever. You know, she's just, hey, what's going on? Okay, this is cool. Let's do it. Let's try. And he said, uh, Natalie Portman exuded stardom, like, where she walks in and you're sort of like, and her whole, um, uh, you know, her, 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 uh, not posture, but the way she uh, helped me out here. Um, bearing. Her bearing, her disposition, it's very much star. Very different, he said, from the It's funny. Maybe she should be in a movie someday that makes more than $100 million. Ooh. Oh, do I feel an anti-Natalie Portman Wait, don't rant don't forget, coming? she was in Heat. Didn't Heat do well? He did well. You recall, uh, if you go back and listen to one of the commentaries, I think it's commentary on Heat, Al Pacino oh, says no. contemporaneously... Uh, that girl, Natalie Portman, someday we're all going to work for her. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. It was It was obvious at a very, very young that age what a, gifted act, what a gifted actress she was. Oh, there you go. Uh, Sonny, are you a Natalie Portman fan? Yeah. She's uh, she. You just like her for the Soda Stream stuff. I like her. Well, I like her for the Soda Stream stuff, certainly. But Soda I also, Stream, explain Soda Stream. Well, she was like a she was like a spokesman for Soda Stream, which is a Israeli oh yeah yeah company yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, yeah. a That's lot right. of people wanted to boycott because it was and, she was like f and that she, and she was like uh, I mean Natalie Portman who was born in Jerusalem, born, Natalie Hirschlag, yeah, and like uh, is is you know not not like casually. Jewish, I don't think is like it was like uh, yeah you can. <laughs> I mean, I you is know that what I mean. Designation I know, on the census. I don't. I don't understand like how to say like she she's like into it. She's not you know like she's yeah, Orthodox yeah. Jewish. I mean, conservative but, Jewish, Reformed Jewish, look, and <laughs> casual Jewish. I mean, uh, do you, but you understand what I'm saying? No, keep okay, explaining. Well, anyway, uh, she was she she told the, everyone to go f- themselves and uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know what? That's right. That's what you Mark get. Mark it down. That's what you you're get. deleting. Thirty-three minutes. That's what you get. That's what you get for minutes. for sending me off my train of thought with your your. You're gonna bleep it yourself. Jew baiting. Uh, <laughs> the the the. Uh, but the my point is my point is, um, uh, my favorite Natalie Portman performances, yeah. of course, are in the prequels. Oh. She's she is the shining light that is that is you the thought, height of I cinematic. Got- Excellence, the Star Wars prequels. I got news for you. You thought you were enjoying Natalie Portman. In fact, it was Kira Knightley that you thought. Remember the double? She was a double, and oh, she, died. Right. Yeah, yeah, she, she died. She has no lines. Yeah. She is she the no Padme double who just sort of stands there. But it is true. This and with, has had a bigger pos- career since Natalie Portman. With the pop, oh, Kira Knightley has had what? a bigger Shots career. Oh, if you want to count all Pirates Shots. of the Caribbean, you know what? Because Pirates of the Caribbean you know has generated a trillion dollars. <laughs> Who's Pirates of the Caribbean? Anime. Who has turned in more top tier performances since then? <laughs> since then, you mean strictly box? So office. you don't? No, I just mean since, as, as acting since, performances. So since nineteen ninety, so not counting the professional and Heat and Beautiful Girls and Beautiful Girls, Marty. which are her. Re- if we're going to, be, if this is going to be real talk, it might be her best work. I mean, I I haven't prepared for this question, so I, I can't no, like no, go okay. in depth into it. Mm-hmm. But I would say I would no, but I would I would say that uh, Natalie Portman in um, I'm prepared to alibi her. Go ahead, 
she got sucked into the black hole that is George Lucas. Well, yeah, I was going to say, wow. look at um, Hayden Christensen in Shattered Glass is terrific in other movies, and then in that movie is awful. Natalie Portman, I'd say the one exception is probably Jake Lloyd. I don't know if Jake Lloyd would have been different in another movie. Here, he was pretty cute in the Smuckers commercial. Okay. Here's a list, a comprehensive list of actors who have come into George Lucas's orbit and, then and made their made their way out still as high quality actors Harrison Ford Liam Neeson That's the list No that's not the list Jimmy the Smith people Mark Hamill Carrie Fisher Hayden Christensen Ewan McGregor and Natalie Portman and Jake Lloyd <laughs> all had their careers and, basically and Billy D Williams Are you going to throw Billy D Williams in there too Basically shipwrecked by their encounter with George Lucas, who is such a black hole as a, you know, you've heard of like actors, directors. Oh, you know, he, he's a real actors mm-hmm. director. Mm-hmm. He's whatever the the mirror opposite of an actors director is. Yeah. He gets inside an actor's head and destroys them. Yeah, because it's ditch digging. Isn't that what it was said? Something like that. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, Samuel Jackson. Uh, he survived. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. Okay. I would put Sam Jackson on that list. Yeah. I would say I, I going back to the the initial question. I mean, I would I would say that Black Swan uh, and Knight of Cups, which most people haven't really seen, I have not uh, seen that. Uh, are as good as as good or as good as or better than anything Kira Knightley has done. And you know, she did get an Oscar nomination for uh, she we won don't, an we don't Oscar count for Oscars. Black we don't Swan. count Oscars. And That's, she and she got another one for for Jackie. I, which I like. Oh, didn't that's a love, weird movie. What I'm saying it's is, very. It is a closer call I feel like I was, than you may think. Yeah, but no. I like what would I? I, I, I feel like Knightley, I was on barbiturates watching Jackie. It was very confusing. Kira Knightley, what what would be her best performance? I mean, like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies have made money, but they didn't make money because of Kira Knightley. No, she's the, the great Jane Austen. She's fine. Really the Jane Austen movies. Which one? The Pride and Prejudice is very good. Yeah, and it's. Even though that is okay. that is bad, Jane Austen, she's okay. very good in it. I I mean, I have a beef about Natalie Portman, <laughs> so to speak. But it is not about her. It is about what the culture that spawned out of the way people used her as a young actress. Oh, and okay. I yeah, sure I wrote this once upon a time, but it, it is still true. So we, I mean, Natalie Portman is, if we just say it out loud, is a sort of patient zero in the modern Lolita epidemic. And so before, I mean, all the people forget, they used to have on the internet, like, countdown clocks until Britney Spears was legal. (laughs) Remember that? This is stuff that doesn't (laughs) happen anymore, I think. And oh, right. Who are the, 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 the girls from Full House? That was right, no, no, right. right. The, the Olsen House, girls. Yeah. And before all of them yeah. was Natalie Portman. Now, she wasn't the first one. This is Stanley Kubrick sort of tiptoed up to this when he did Lolita. There was Blue Lagoon. Although, did you know, Victorino, that in Blue Lagoon, because Brooke that they Shields get rescued? was underage? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> because Brooke Shields was underage, all the nudity is a body double. Did I just destroy I, your entire oh, adolescence? Oh no! Sorry, now Vic it's is not the same. Vic is Vic it's is not the same now. Sorry, you know you know that's all wasted. What's oh. wasted? My time. I'm saying my what? time was wasted. You know you know that you know that scene. Oh, what is it? It's in um, uh, it's a, there's a movie where a robot like starts eating something and then his face melts. <laughs> oh, AI, AI, AI. AI. Was the kid. That is that is like the look that just happened to Vic. His like mouth just like yeah. drooped down. David. Yeah. <laughs> so even. Even in those movies, though, Brooke Shields was at least fifteen. How did they we do are that? Uh, first, we are the first time that Natalie Portman is sexualized on screen oh. with a grown man right. mm-hmm. is in Leon, and she is thirteen years old. That is a very questionable choice. I didn't realize that movie was by sexualized. her parents. Yeah, you didn't realize that no, that the, the the scene where Mm-mm. she asks. Jean Renault mm-hmm. to make quote make love to her. Uh, uh, speak metaphorically, okay. In Beautiful Girls, Ted Demi has her at the age of fifteen as a middle school student trying to seduce a mid thirties Timothy, Timothy Hutton. Hutton. I love Timothy Hutton. What does he say? Does he say something in the end like, um, like wait for me or something? Like, she, oh, says, she says, "I'll wait that. for you. I'll wait for you." This. And you forget. I mean, we really have progressed a little bit. I mean, we by the early two thousands, the Vanity Fair did a sort of young Hollywood issue, and the cover it was it's totally raining teens. 
Uh, you and clearly it was like have Hillary kept the issue because all the, no, this is again. I wrote a piece about this back sure, in like 2003, ostensibly for the piece. and all of this patient zero mm. in this outbreak mm. is Natalie Portman. Well, and, I do not and, and blame now, her. She's a 13 year old actor. And now this look is, where I blame we've the come. people who are handling and her now careers. Where, where, look where it's come and I, I think the cultural runoff from that has probably been not great. Did she have a Weinstein experience too, or no? I sure hope not. I can't. But you know, I don't know. Sure. Like bouncing around the yeah. the Hollywood at the time, she was looking like she did. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I I would say the odds are probably that something terrible did happen to her at some point. Right. And I would just say the overall runoff effects from Natalie Portman's career have not been great. Mm-hmm. Her performances, if you looked at her early work, whatever you think of her as an actress now, I don't think she is what she projected as a draft pick then. I mean, this is like, you know, picking somebody with the number one, number one pick in the NBA, and instead you get a power this, forward We, we who, had this conversation before. You know, when averages we were talking 10 about points Scarlett Johansson. Mm. Who's the opposite. Because you, you think her work, uh, ScarJo's work, post-teenage years is much better than her, yes. than her early work. Right? Yes. Okay. And I would say Natalie Portman has had the opposite career trajectory. She is not the... Actress and movie star that you would have hoped that she would be back then, but I do think I, I, I'm going to disagree with this slightly. Insofar as I do think that she has done interesting and fulfilling work that has well, not necessarily been for that. that has not necessarily. I mean, she's not like the big budget. Uh, no, it's just weird movies. She does, and she does like movies. weird. She has artistic taste. Good movies, but that's different from movie stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, she's not Julia Roberts in that yeah. way. I she's mean, not I, a, like a Black a Swan talking movie star. Black Swan is a really fascinating movie that, like, even at the time was was weird. Insofar as it grossed something like I want to say it grossed like 120, 130 million dollars or something. I wonder like what that. the attraction of that was at the box office. But but it but it's a movie that opens slowly and yeah. Uh, if only we you had too. Facebook. Oh, oh you too guys bad you just didn't. missed the best Facebook live ever. I was surprised you went with that Vic and not this. Oh. Ooh, wow. Okay. Cuz you taught yeah, me this. That works too. Uh I have a uh, uh, you know who I liked also besides Mila Kunis and Natalie Portman. I'm also a fan of the actor Vincent Cassel or Castle. Yeah, the French guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's terrific. In the same way? No. Well, I mean, he's he's also great in the movie Eastern Promises. Um, as a, he's just a very good actor. Um, something about him. Oh, and he was in Ocean's Twelve, but let's not care. Oh, Thirteen. Okay, go ahead. So you were saying? You were no, it doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't um, matter. we should probably move on. In three days' time, uh, the Oscars will be on. You yes. like that? Cause right, because we're, we're taping on yeah, Thursday. We're taping on so. Thursday. So uh, a few days, three days from now, the Oscars will be on, and uh, you had some Oscar thoughts, predictions, or just general analysis and bloviation. Sonny. Ooh, bloviation. I can do that. Here's what's going to happen at the Oscars, folks. Take it to the bank. Best picture winner, The Black Shape Panther. of Water. No, we're ta- this is next year. Next year is Black Panther. Why can't they win it both? Black Panther, look, like Boyhood, which should have won Best Picture for the, all 13 years that it was filming, uh, or 12 years. It took 12 it's years. A lot of Oscars. 12 years to a lot of Oscars. It should have been, been, but, but mm-hmm. why can't uh, Black Panther win this year too? Black Panther cannot win until next year. And Don't it, they have a write-in? Well, I'm, that's not how it works. They, there's not a write-in You know option. how it works. You know how it works. You know what? If Black Panther doesn't win this year, do you know what it means? You know, oh, see, here we what's go. It, this goes back. This goes back to the thing we were discussing last baiting. week. This, is, just, this goes back. You're 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 getting finish. angry at the yes. way people are enjoying something. You gotta you gotta just mm-hmm. let it go, man. I just want yeah. people to let be able go. to enjoy this even more. Let it go. <laughs> wow. My goodness. Uh, I didn't know a Dynamin Zell was here in the studio. Very uh, exciting. Okay, finish, please. All right. Your thought. Best picture winner, Shape of Water. Mm. Best director, Guillermo del Toro. Best actor. Uh, Gary Oldman, best oh, actress. Good. I don't know women. I don't know what they do. <laughs> I don't I don't. Can, and that's it. Can, Those are my will predictions. She be wearing black. Those are your predictions. Will she be wearing black? She the best be. actress. She better be, or how she's going to get dragged. What about? She's going to get dragged on Twitter. How about a best supporting actor win for Derek Chalamet? Call me by your name. First, oh, gee. 
That's that's forty four twenty six. That's uh, first off, you're bleeping both of these. Timothy Chalamet. Oh, oh, you know what I'm thinking of? Derek Chalamet. Sorry, Timothy who Chalamet, is a Democratic advisor. Who is strategy. who is nominated in the best actor category? And another Corby Cummer moment. Not not supporting actor. This is oh, just terrible. Oh, it's the other way around. What's you're his just name? Ter- you're bad. Nom- you're bad. Dunkirk will win zero okay. awards, even in the technical categories. Oh, come on. And I will burn Hollywood to the ground. Uh, Roger Deakins will finally win Best Cinematographer. For Blade. For Blade Runner, Runner 20, 2049. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, that's that's all I got for you. If Blade Runner wins... Oh, Francis McDormand's obviously going to win Best Actress, by the way. That's the, by... Three billboards. Yeah. If if Blade Runner wins anything next week, Spirit of the Week will be the Blade Runner Johnny Walker. How's that? Yeah, okay. There Why don't we go. just do it anyway? Yeah, okay, yeah. We haven't opened it yet, so... You know, I saw, I saw a long, long anchor post. Uh, they were doing an interview with somebody who does sound design, basically explaining how nobody in the Academy understands at all well, the difference between sound mix and sound right. design and yeah. saying that those awards essentially wind up as meaningless. Well, they, they just wind, they go to whoever, like, whichever movie you like the most in that category. Right, no, but but I mean, literally, people don't understand right. what the two categories mean. No. And I, so they might, like, want to be voting on what they think is best sound, but not understand. Uh, for the record, I've read about a hundred different explainers of the difference between the two, and I still couldn't tell you what the difference is right now. So why are... These things like open to everybody to vote in, Ben. Maybe we need to like de de democratize, like you know, no more technical. The, 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 the technical, technical awards, like get rid of the suffrage. You know, like you don't all the idiot the actors vote. don't get to vote in or this anymore. Technical people can vote for the technical categories, and then actors vote for the other categories. Yeah, make yeah. it like the you know like the MVP where awards your, in sports. Where would your cutoff be on this? Would you say like should everybody be able to vote on cinematographer? No, just cinematographers. Yeah. Do you think <laughs> like a, the guild, the ASCP, whatever? Not yeah, no, ASCPA, I'm not. Ki- I'm and I'm thing. not kidding. Do you? Well, but this is how the nominees are chosen, right? I mean, like we should explain to people that the nominees are not picked yep. by everybody in the academy. The way the nominees are chosen is whoever is in the whoever like the cinematographers vote on cinematographers for the nominations. The costume designers vote on the costume designers, set designers, set designers. What if we flopped it? The nominations can be made up by everybody, but then the actual experts get to choose who wins. I think that's a much, much worse way of doing it because then you would just end up with like the five most popular movies being nominated in every category. What? Do you think actors are just mindless idiots who just nominate their yes. favorite things? Actors are so dumb. And then you know, when they receive their award at the podium, you can have like a whole bucket of slime come down on them like those other award awards. <laughs> Double shows. dare. Yeah, very good. Any well, other? The Kids' Choice Awards. The, kids. the, Nick, the Nick Teens' Choice Awards. I award. remember, I I remember watching an actor's studio uh, episode with uh, James Lipton, and the guest was Mike Myers. And my, uh, great actor, very talented. But actually, when it comes to reading out the with resume, the murderer from Halloween movies. <laughs> the other, the other. Mike oh, the Myers. other Mike Myers. Austin Powers. Right, sorry, sorry. Austin yes. Powers. But when it comes to reading the resume of Mike Myers, is actually very quite limited. You know, like a, as opposed to when they had Paul Newman on, you know. Right. And so I remember Lipton had to mention the. And they made they make a joke out of this in Saturday Night Live. Um, you know, when when they do their own spoof of the actor studio. But uh, I believe they had to give Mike Myers a shout out for the Blockbuster Award, Blockbuster Videos. I, do you guys I, have any actual thoughts on the Oscars or do, uh, I, I, who, I'd like to think I'd or? like to think Dunkirk wins something. Sound editing. I hope it doesn't. <laughs> really? I why? hope it doesn't. Why? Because we'll further underscore the ridiculousness okay. of this entire pattern. I, I, I agree Shape of Water will win. I don't think there's anything stopping well, Shape to. of Water, which I have not seen, but I don't everybody know. loves it, Vic. Yeah, well, the Shape of why. Water and uh, Three Billboards outside of Ebbing, mm, Missouri, very it's neck and neck right now. Yes, yeah, so uh, neck and neck says, between neck two neck. movies I haven't seen. Neck neck. Very it's important good. movies. It's good. They have so much to say about this moment we're in. It's a good good culture, cultural podcast we've got going yeah, here. You haven't seen it. <laughs> I have two best movies of the year. It's more and more like Vic. this now. I'm beginning to see more and more nominees, and then I'm like, oh, I haven't seen these movies. You know, and then I go out, and then suddenly there's a silver alert on the highway when I'm driving. In all okay. seriousness, I, I I realized I was going to boycott this when Chav Arthur didn't receive any nominations. Chav Arthur, when Chav no Arthur nominated. was shut many out, moons ago, I that is when I decided like to boycott very the early Oscars. Substandard. Chav Arthur. Well, that's I mean, it, it, look, look, let's be honest. The fact that uh, Guy Ritchie isn't nominated in at least two or three categories is a, is a real real problem. Travesty. Yeah. Jude Law, best supporting actor. Jude Law is fantastic in that movie. True. 
Okay. Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam oh. should. I, I would actually be okay with Running. giving. I would actually be okay with Running. giving. Ah. <laughs> That's good. I would actually be okay energy, with giving him a Thalberg, frankly, for oh, his work on this uh, movie. Lifetime, yeah, lifetime, lifetime achievement. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did Gary Oldman do that? Did Gary Oldman punch the air? And run in and place? And run in place and go, ah! In, in, in Darkest Hour? No. No. He didn't. He did not He walked around in a fat suit. Do you know Do you know what Chav Arthur, do you know what Charlie Hunnam did? Some he got down to like 0.02% body fat. He but didn't he put on a fat there. suit. he was already there. He was already there. Come on. Okay. That's commitment. I, I wish the Academy would recognize it. Yeah. All right. Good Good segment. Yes. Uh, corrections, additions, any other thoughts, shout outs, anything? Everything going well? Everything's fine? No... Nothing. I had two people last week tell me they missed show notes. Uh, yeah. No. I said, sorry. No. I still, <laughs> I miss them too. I still don't have time life, to do life it. Life is short. Life is short. I think we're good otherwise. Okay. Well, that's all the time we're giving to this episode. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments. Tweet us at Victorino Mattis at Sunny Bunch. At JB Last. Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Stitcher, just type in substandard under podcasts. We are there. Leave her a view. Tell your friends until next time. I'm on Instagram. I was on Instagram for like five minutes at one point. Did you not get any of your uh, uh, endorsement deals? No, I just realized that every picture I Unlike took some of your has my kids. Faces yes. in it, yes. and I'm not going to put pictures That's of my Facebook. kids' That's Facebook. That's not Instagram. It's different. No, it's nothing. I'm not going to put pictures of my kids' faces on the internet, mm. so that like the next time we have a presidential election, somebody can mm. Photoshop my kids like in a gulag or something. No, uh, I'm not going to do well, that. On Facebook, you can just have your friends be on Facebook. No one else sees those pictures on Facebook. You, but you limit the filter. Yeah, on no, Instagram, that's right. Because every, on the internet, you can totally prevent anything from assuming, ever getting out into the public. Well, I mean, you know, anyone can get, in that case, people go into like, the Like, honey, don't worry. These pictures will just be my iCloud right, account. Yeah, yeah. Well, Nobody will ever see well, them. That's the price we pay. Like in Blade Runner, we put everything in there, and one day there'll be a blackout, and everything is gone. Let me ask <laughs> you about that. I'll tell you, the problem with Instagram is you can't just get on and look at other people's pictures. Sometimes you have to be a member and then ask to be invited to look at their photos. Other people have told me this. <laughs> Vic, Vic, have you have you tried looking at people's Is photos? Is Natalie Portman's Instagram, Instagram set up like that? <laughs> hmm. Interesting. No, no it's, it's, I'm sure it's fine. 